0: They went cold. Have you ever been in a situation where you were dating somebody and all of a sudden they just went completely cold on you? Well, I have. And I can tell you from experience it was incredibly painful and incredibly difficult to deal with because it's like this person that you were absolutely in love with or felt close to or connected to, they're just completely gone. It's like they are a new person, and you don't even know who they are anymore. And the worst part is if you have no idea that it's coming, you're just, just, you feel like you've been hit by a train. And I have been in that situation, and I remember when my ex did that to me, um, I the way I described it to Margaret way back in the day, my supervisor, was that I felt like, you know, The love from her was like a faucet. And all of a sudden, just one day, she just turned it off and not another drop came out. And it's just like, what happened? You're just blindsided and it's the worst feeling in the world. And, you know, I was thinking about this recently. And it's funny because it's kind of like they just are so cold. They have become like the ice wall from Game of Thrones, right? (laughs) Like, they are not letting you in, and it's like a huge barrier, and I think a big part of that is because they don't want to give you any mixed signals, right? So, I think when you're in a situation where the person just feels like they don't want to talk to you, they don't want to deal with you right now, that's where they're at, it... You're going to be trying to climb an ice wall like in Game of Thrones and, well, let's face it, it ain't going to work so well, right? We saw what happened in that one episode a couple seasons back. That's that's you, basically. Um, if you've never seen Game of Thrones, you probably are like, what the hell is he talking about? Google it. YouTube it. Something. It's worth it. Um, so... I've got a quick update. Oh, and before I do, I I have an update on one of the videos from last week. I do want to say, for those of you guys that have subscribed to the newsletter, as you saw, I sent one out over the weekend with, um, you know, I basically uh, shared a little bit of news about Margaret, um, an update on that. Um, I shared an old video that I thought was really, really important. And I actually shared another video that wasn't one of mine, but it had to do with attachment and where you could actually see like a trauma, an attachment trauma playing out. But you got to subscribe. And guys, I'm not going to spam you. So just go to AskCraig.net and sign up for the coaching. Uh, I'm sorry, not the coaching. Just go to AskCraig.net at the very bottom of the home page, Just sign up for the newsletter. I'm not going to spam you guys. The reason I want to do this is I can share different content than just the videos. Or maybe I explain why I want you to watch a certain video, an old video, or I can do additional information on an old video. Like, okay, hey, go watch this video, and then in collaboration with that, read this little blurb right here and see what I'm talking about. There's all kinds of things that I'm going to explore. It's not going to be a lot, just a little bit of additional information every week and i did get quite a few thank yous and people that really did appreciate them so good i'm really glad because it gives me a way to share different information that i wouldn't normally put in a video okay so askcraig.net scroll down to the main home page and just click on sign up for the email letter okay so i got two emails today the first one is just an update on the video I did last week, that was called, They Said I Was Needy, and he just said, I just watched the video response to my email, and you could not have been more exact with your assessment. I love to hear that, because when I'm doing email coaching, obviously it's a lot different than when i Skype, and to hear that I got it right on the head, that makes me feel good that I was really, I was really tapping into what was going on there. I was protecting my daughter. She just turned 17. I told my ex-girlfriend about it. Her daughter was used to new guys coming around. I was hungry for love and affection because my ex-wife stopped loving me 10 years ago. Ooh, that would be brutal. 10 years in a marriage like that? Alright. I just have to learn how to work on my needs and become more indifferent about new relationships. Well... You want to be attached, or get attached, slowly over time, um, but maybe not so attached to the outcome or your expectations. Okay. Also, my ex-girlfriend does have an avoidant attachment style. At times, she said things like, I don't need a man. They're nice to have around. Or, I like to be alone. I enjoy being alone. Oh yeah, she sounds avoidant to me. And she didn't try talking about our issues, which were minor and easy to work on. Yep, that is another trait of somebody that has an avoidant attachment style. They don't want to talk about things. They don't want to talk about your issues. Even if they're small little things, they just want to sweep it under the rug. Consider doing a video on avoidant attachment style and warn guys to stay away. LOL, you nailed it. Thanks again. We'll email again soon. Okay, well, I have numerous videos on attachment and attachment style or the avoidant attachment style. Uh, I'm sure I'll get to another good one soon when one comes up and presents itself to share with you guys. Um, They are challenging to date, for sure. To date somebody with an avoidant attachment style can be very challenging. But that doesn't mean it wouldn't be worth it. It just has to be worth it to you. And, well, obviously that's something that I could talk to you in depth in a Skype because that's one of the things that we could really talk about is how to handle the different attachment styles. If you're dating somebody that's avoided or anxious or even secure, you want to go about handling it a lot differently. All right. So... Today's main email is focused on a couple in their early 30s. They dated for about a year, and they were living together. He was telling me about the situation, and he said that her family was very kind and educated like his, polite and away from emotional stress in general. So it sounds like maybe both of these people have a secure attachment style. Let's see how this plays out, shall we? I know that her mother had struggled with bipolar disorder, well, that certainly fell apart pretty quick, didn't it? <laughs> After her brother passed away, she's thankfully recovered now. Hmm, Well, if your brother passed away, there would be a major depression, likely, or at least underlying under the surface, to lose a child would be massive, right? So this woman's mother lost her son, and I don't know if that's bipolar, Maybe it's a lot of uh, grief, unresolved grief going on, but let's move on. I don't have a lot of information on that, so, but it's something for you to think about as you're trying to hear how this plays out. Living together, sex was great, and I was in love with the way she was. Her relatives were all excited about how much potential we had together. She praised me everywhere and was proud of me as a man. Unfortunately, I didn't make her feel secure in terms of future and etc. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Even though I knew she was the one for my life, I was too far for her to reach. So sounds like you probably weren't making her feel special, you weren't making her feel loved, and she probably got really tired of it. There's only so much of that someone can handle before they get fed up. All right. (laughs) Ironically, it sounds like it happened in the next sentence. When I went for a long 45-day trip to Peru and came back, I realized she was dating someone else. Well, duh. He said that, not me. A 45-day trip, yeah, that would be pretty rough, but um, it doesn't mean she should have necessarily been dating somebody else. I mean, I don't know. Were you talking to her? Were you in contact with her? I don't know. Although she had sex with me after I came back and claimed there's nothing to worry about, I got a rush of anxiety and checked her phone when she was asleep. Yeah, let's see what you saw when you did that. I found out every detail about their relationship and what they're doing in bed. It felt like I was hit by a truck. Pain. Yes, sir, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, f- I feel that pain, believe me. Um, when I found out that my ex from years ago... It started dating somebody else maybe like two weeks after me. That's exactly what I felt like. I think I've said this in a video before, but the way I described it to Margaret is that I felt like me and my ex were driving along. We got blindsided by like a truck. We're throw- I was thrown out of the car. She wasn't hurt that bad. She gets out with minor scrapes and bruises. This is how I had, like, had it envisioned in my mind. I'm on the cement like Head smashed on the concrete, bleeding, can't see, and she gets away in the ambulance and leaves with the other dude and leaves me at the scene, bloodied and dying. That's what it felt like. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about when you said you felt feel like you're hit by a truck, because that's exactly what it felt like to me. I gave a couple of analogies on what I felt like in my in that breakup, the uh, the the faucet one and the hit by a truck one, were really the two ones that I used to describe it. Yeah, it's kind of ironic that came up but in this email or this video talking about it, but that's exactly what I felt like. After I expressed my anger and asked her to leave my place right away, she decided to leave my place and live elsewhere in town. She was embarrassed that she kept the whole thing hidden from me. Yeah, I'm sure she was embarrassed. She was probably humiliated, and she was probably also angry at you, but mm, ashamed at what she had done? Depends. Some people wouldn't even feel any remorse. Depends upon the person. But she kept continuing to contact me via text. And one day, when we met, she claimed we have to break up. But again, she kept texting me and claimed she's keen to meet. Wait a minute here. After all of this, you hadn't broken up? When when you found out she was hooking up with this other guy and you threw her out of the house? There was no breakup there? Okay. That's certainly interesting. When we met, I expressed my apology to her, how I neglected her, So she ended up reaching this point. So did she, in a very civil way, of course. Well, I think it may have been a little bit too soon for an apology on your behalf, considering she was the one that was cheating on you. Sure, you were neglecting her, but at the end of the day, she had a responsibility to stay faithful to you and also communicate with you that she was unhappy and what she needed you to do to correct things. So um, I, I probably would not have apologized in this situation. That's certainly not right away after I found that somebody cheated on me. So we saw each other a few times and each time she gave either a cold or hot treatment. She was very touchy, emotional, and she even cried that we've come to this point and that she can't even decide what to do right now okay so she's doing a lot of hot and cold behavior which makes sense to me because one there's another guy in the picture and she probably is feeling attracted to him and then not attracted to him and then missing you and then not missing you and then being angry at you for neglecting her and then feeling guilty so she's all over the place and she's confused she constantly references the good times we shared together and how much she respected me as a man because of my qualities and uniqueness. Uncertainty about me is what worries her the most, according to her. Well, she should be uncertain. She cheated on you. And I certainly wouldn't have somebody feel uncertain about what I was going to do in the relationship after they just cheated. They, they might be certain, but it's not going to be the certainty that they're looking for. They'd, be, they'd probably be certain that I'm done. Now, that's just me. Everybody handles their own situations differently. you got to live your life. And but yes, of course, many, many couples get back together and work things out after one partner has cheated. That's a personal decision. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life or what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Because quite honestly, sometimes people break up and some one person has been unfaithful and it leads to the partner's, having the best relationship they ever had. So there are times where that can be salvaged. It's just a personal decision. For me, I wouldn't take a cheater back. That's just me. But if you guys decide to do it, and you want my help with it, I'm not going to judge, because I understand you're also attached to somebody. Maybe you really wronged them, or you have a lot of guilt in the way you treated them. So it's just a personal thing for everybody. A few days ago, I asked her, to let go of the other guy if she wants to keep in touch with me and think about us in any way. Well, that kind of sounds like an ultimatum. I don't necessarily think that was a good idea. Um... (sighs) Let me see here. A few days ago, I asked her to let go of the other guy if she wants to keep in touch with me. And, yeah, see, that feels like an ultimatum. Now, I could see where you're coming from, but I don't think I would have phrased it quite like that. She agreed to break up with him. So now, he's her boyfriend already? Okay, that was kind of quick. But, after she met with him, apparently the guy convinced her that she needs time to heal and think it through properly. So now he has just undone what you thought you had done. This is why I wouldn't have tried to talk her out of it like you did. So she changed her mind again and went cold right after that night that things were seemingly going great. Yeah, I see situations like this all the time where a guy will think that he's got it turned around, it's about to go good again, This for you ladies too, and then BAM! Falls apart. It seems like it's going great. Falls apart and you're like, what the heck just happened here? I saw her the other day and thought everything was good again. I see that happen all the time. Did I mention that I see that happen all the time? Because I do. So we met yesterday. I wanted to shop and asked her to come along to help with her good taste. So we did. She was quite cold, but at the same time, touchy. She also mentioned the way of seeing each other doesn't help her miss me. She also mentioned this way of seeing each other doesn't help her miss me. So, it's almost like she's trying to help you here. She's saying, I need to miss you and I don't and then doing stuff like this with you does not make me miss you. And that's probably why she's cold and then touchy because she's with you and at some point she's just like happy to be with you and happy to be around you and then whatever's going on there that's really bothering her inside, all of a sudden that's when she gets cold and she feels like angry at you and she's like, I don't miss you. I don't even want to be around you and she's unable to tell you that because, you know, a lot of times what I found is that women just feel something and they don't know how to explain it. I'm not trying to be insulting in any way to you ladies out there. It's just that when something is there going on, you might say it's one thing, but it's really something that eludes you. It's just that feeling. So, I think that you were thinking you could convince her and be logical and reason with her and talk her out of breaking up with you and talk her out of seeing this other guy, and as you could see, it didn't work. And I wouldn't have suggested doing anything like that. What I would do right now is I would leave her alone and let her come to you. She needs to miss you. She needs to think about what she's done. And you need to hold her accountable for it. You can't just be taking this girl back right away after she just did this to you. I wouldn't handle it like that. She's got to kind of earn you back at this point. And you need to think long and hard about whether you even want to give this girl another chance because she cheated on you. Now, granted, you weren't an angel either, but at the same time, do you really want to be with somebody that's going to be unfaithful to you? And she's not even over this other guy yet. He's still in the picture. It's not going to work under these circumstances. You're going to have to get this turned around before I can pursue and go any further. So, so if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email or Skype coaching. And be sure to subscribe to the channel, because I do post videos Monday through Friday. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.